Welcome back to the Pittsburgh Sports Cast, where two college students discuss all things Pittsburgh sports all year round. I'm Ryan. And I'm Chris. And today we will be reviewing the final preseason game between the Steelers and the Panthers and providing our overall thoughts on the preseason as a whole. And Chris, it was just a disappointing performance all around in our last preseason game. A 31-9 shellacking at the hands of the Carolina Panthers at Bank of America Stadium. Dwayne Haskins getting a majority of the minutes. And Chris, uh, I would have to say that I was quite disappointed by Haskins' performance. Yeah, he he completely failed. And I think um, he missed a big opportunity because I think there was, there was movement that if he had a good performance to trade Mason Rudolph. To give Dwayne Haskins QB2. And he he just failed. He had the one pick um, that he threw behind Derek Watt. Granted, you know, do you expect an NFL player to make that catch? Probably. Um, But the ball needs to be in front, right? As the quarterback, that's what your job is. Um, And it bounces off and and intercepted. And well, he was only through for what, like 29 yards or something? Yeah. It it wasn't good. Now, granted, I will say the offensive line did not help him a lot. I thought the offensive line got beat up and got beat a lot. So a lot of times when Dwayne Haskins went to throw the football, he had two or three guys immediately there with him. Um, And that's always going to hurt. Granted, I thought he made some nice scrambling plays, but I know he had a really nice throw that Ray Ray McLeod dropped. Um, But overall, he... I thought he failed, and I thought he missed a really big opportunity to cement himself as QB2. Now, I don't think he can go, as much as I think a lot of Steelers fans want to go away from Mason Rudolph, I don't think a lot of um, fans now are comfortable, or I don't, more importantly, I don't think management is comfortable, and management obviously, obviously being offensive coordinator, head coach, and GM, um, I don't think they're going to be comfortable moving away from from Rudolph. So, and then with Josh Dobbs' injury, and you know, looks like he'll be done. Maybe practice squad because some of the things have been changed there, so he could go practice squad. Um, but definitely just disappointing. I, I Haskins, I think, missed a really, really big step. And then Mike Tomlin, um, you know, showed no mercy talking about Haskins' performance. And that's kind of where you know where uh, Coach Tomlin stands on it. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins disappointed. I also think the defense disappointed too it was it was just a bad performance all around it just struggled to find any sort of positive at all you know those first three preseason games we won everybody looked pretty good even the backups looked good and I was you know looking at all this newfound confidence going into this season but all that is starting to drift away now that I've seen the last preseason game. Well, I would I would argue that it was a backup though, right? It was. Like, the but starters like Ben didn't play, Deontay Johnson didn't play, Najee Harris didn't, didn't play, play. You know, the entire defense. I don't think there was one singular defensive starter that played. So I wouldn't be too worried going into week one about the starters. My concern is the depth. Right. What happens if like Joe Schobert gets hurt? Precisely. Right? Because Blaine can't cover anyone. Anyone. That's anyone. why we got Schobert. He couldn't cover <laughs> my grandmother who's 91 years old. <laughs> it's awful. It really is, Chris. It really, really is. Um, 
Jimmy Jones had a good game, I thought. If we're talking about positives. Yeah, that was my next question. That's so that's great that you because I I was gonna ask you that very question because I was thinking before we recorded of positives we could take away from this game. I was struggling to find any. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Jimmy Jones, I think, is gonna be a great depth player. Maybe even starter one day. Um, dude, I don't know how much you know stat, not stats, but what people know about him. But he was a great player at Notre Dame. But the people in front of him all got drafted, like first and second round. So he kind of got overlooked when undrafted. But he did nothing but make plays his entire preseason. Was one of the few um, bright spots. I thought the punter punting was <laughs> never gifted when punting is a bright spot. Um, but I thought punting was a bright spot because uh, I don't. Did anyone else actually do anything positive? I mean, there are no, let's be real, there aren't a lot of positives when you lose 31 to 9. Right. Right. You didn't do a whole lot right on the football field. Because if you did something right, you wouldn't have lost by, you know, that margin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I do think that's kind of rare where the punter is positive because we've never been a good punt coverage team. It's, it's never been good, but if if we can get better at that, that would really come in handy and give our defense a little bit more help there. But uh, I think we've said all that needs to be said, really, on the Steelers game against the Panthers. So any final thoughts, Chris, on these four preseason games as a whole? We went 3-1. and one. I thought our starters looked good. Now it's just a question of depth, right? I think it's a question of depth. I think it's a question of the offensive line still. That is true. Um, because I think if any starters played, I think some played um, against the Panthers, um, which is awful if that's how they're going to play. Like I said, the line game, I think, is what everyone's going to hang their hat on, right? That's where you, you play the majority of the starters, um, and they look really good. They kicked Lions. I mean, Detroit's butt. I think, you know, Stephon too is going to be a big loss because he's not going to be ready for week one with the death of his brother and yeah. struggling with some mental health and grieving issues. One is, I'm excited to see Matt Canada's offense um, with, like, all the starters for, like, four quarters and not just, you know, a quarter. Trying to see, you know, what they look like. And I think what's going to be interesting, at least if we're talking about the preseason, who gets cut? Um... Because right, we know cuts are going to happen. And we know, you know, the NFL is a business. And, you know, there are going to be names that I'm sure Steeler fans like that will probably be cut. I think, you know, two positions of note. I think, you know, the court, quarterback, I think that's pretty much solved. Offensive line, I think, is solved. Linebackers, I think there are a couple, couple interesting decisions. I think there's a couple interesting decisions with the receivers. Um, running back, you have seven running backs still. You're not keeping seven running backs. So, be interesting to see, you know, do they finally let Jalen Smith Samuels, Jalen Samuels go? Did Balazs do enough? Did Benny Snell do enough? Because he spent the entire training camp hurt and only played the one game. So, does Tomlin have enough faith? Um, you know, McFarlane, I thought, played well in the preseason games. I thought, you know, he did a good job to, to cement himself as a backup to Najee Harris. You know, and then how many... I understand you can only keep, you know, 53 players, but how many running backs are you going to keep? How many linebackers are you going to keep? How many corners and safeties are you going to keep? Because that's a position where there is no depth behind Cam Sutton, Joe Hayden, 
and maybe what James Pierre, like Justin Lane hasn't been impressive. I think he's improved, but I don't think he's, I don't, I don't think you'd be confident in, in him being your everyday starter. Um, and then, you know, no, Norwood, I know they brought in that Pitt, uh, Lafayette Pitts, um, who played for Pitt, I believe. Yes, he did. Um, there's this, like, no one in the secondary stood out. I was like, Jameer Jones for the linebacking core, I can point out, put out, point out and say, he did really well this preseason. He's going to be a really good depth guy. There's no one like that for the corners for me, or safeties, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, having seven running backs is obviously convoluted. I think it's time for Snell and Samuels. I, I think I think it's time for them. I don't think... I think we've seen what they are can be capable of, and it's the ceiling is not that high. I think compared to their so, what three running backs do you keep? Probably Harris, obviously, and then hmm. and then it's really a toss-up. Um, Because uh, we we're, we still have five running backs after even if you cut Snell and Samuels. Who are you keeping? Najee McFarland. Yeah, McFarland was another one that I was. Um, so that's two. That's two. We need one more, and we have you have five more. <laughs> you might want to keep Snell or Samuels. Jalen Samuels, because I think he gives you a threat out the backfield that's of, like, catching the football yeah, that's more true. than Ben Snell. I, I, now that I think about it, I think for systemic symmetry or systemic. Symmetric, symmetric consistency, because Benny Snell can be used in kind of like, like B-Tech Najee Harris, kind of. So... We can kind of run the same plays with him as we ran with Harris. I don't think you can do that as much with other running backs. Even though he's not maybe as talented as the rest of his competitors or the rest of his peers, I think that he's a guy you want in Matt Canada's system that can execute perhaps. Well, could you use Snell, just like a devil advocate discussion, do you think we could use Snell for short yardage? Ooh. Right, like, are, are we confident in Najee Harris, Jalen Samuels, and Anthony McFarland in a short yardage? It was like fourth and one or third and one at like the two, and you need to get him for that touchdown late in the game. Yeah, are we yeah. confident in those three? Are we confident in even Snell stepping in? Uh, I, I, I think, I think those three can handle well enough. Plus, I mean, we can always, you can always run a. A quick slant. You can always. I mean, obviously, it's nice to have a two-dimensional offense, especially in short-yarded situations. Well, that's why we got here. Was in the first place, right? Yeah. Yep. Because we tried the one-dimensional offense and it only worked for eleven games. It did, and then we got figured out. And then beat ourselves in a wild card game. Yeah. Did we keep Ray Ray McLeod or last Sexton. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is how complicated this decision is. Like, Tomlin and Canada 
have a lot on their hands and very big decisions to make with the running backs and who you keep and who you cut. But at the end of the day, I think I'm going to have to go with, I'm going to go back to my original decision. I'm going to go with Harris, Marlon, and Cloud. McLeod's a receiver. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. No, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Harris, McFarlane, and I'm gonna go with Harris, McFarlane, and I'm gonna have to go with Jalen Sanders because of his because of his ability to to fit the system. Because of McLeod, Sexton, Sexton's at number eighty punt returner. You know who returned the punt against yeah. Dallas, and then and yeah, then, he's. A, I mean, special teams guys. There's spots in the 52 for them, like even like, because that's on the cloud. Because McLeod doesn't play that much in the offense, does he? No. And clearly not. He thought he was. I was gonna say I completely forgot his his position. That's how infrequent he made appearances. <sighs> oh, that's great. Um. Yeah, I mean, McLeod may make the team. I don't know. Sexton, I thought, was on pace to make it, but then he had a... He, he fumbled twice. He did. Because he muffed the punt, and then... Well, he, he did that weird thing was, like, bounced, like, well, and bounced, gonna, and then he's like... He'd come a shortstop, yeah. and then didn't. Because that led directly to a touchdown. And then he just muffed one, but luckily was able to get back on it. McLeod, I guess, is fast. I, he... I mean, I guess you keep McLeod if you don't want to keep Sexton. You know who really impressed me, but probably won't make the team? Who? Cody White. Cody White, I was like, I always saw him make plays. Like I said, unless you give up, like, cut James Washington or something. Well, he did request a trade, so... And then Tomlin said no, he didn't. (laughs) But, But James Washington, that's a crowded receiving core, too. I mean, he's nice depth to have, but I don't know if... How many receivers do you keep? Uh... Probably... Is six too many? I mean, when you can have five on the field at once, I don't think so. Well, okay, let's go. So you're going to keep three quarterbacks, right? Yeah, I think that's 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 pretty... Yeah, you're going to keep three quarterbacks... That's pretty much a given who that's going to be, obviously. Yeah. We got... Well, I'm just going for numbers-wise. So, if you keep three quarterbacks... That's three. That's three. And then... What are we taking? Three running backs? Let's just go three running backs. So, that's six. And then... We got your five starting offensive linemen. Right. 11. How many backups do you have for offensive linemen? Oh... Uh... Does this team turn like four? Four? Uh... Dude, that's the tough part, you know? Well, let's just say four, for sake of argument. Yeah. So that's nine offensive linemen, so that goes to 15. And then you have um, your receiving core, so let's go with six. Let's go seven. 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 Might be pushing it, but... Pushing it, so that's 22. Then you have your punter, that's 23. Field goal kicker, 24. 24. Then we go to the defense. How many defensive linemen do you keep? We're already at 24. We're almost halfway there. Um, probably about 
Well, obviously, the front. Well, you're going to have the front three. Yeah, the front three. So that's 27. That's 27. And then how many other backups? Probably three more. Three more. So that's 30. And then four linebackers. 34. And then four backups. That's 30. 38. And then you're four, four. Four corners, probably. Four corners and four safeties. But that leaves us way short, though. Yeah, but then you have, like, special team specialists and then guys you can sprinkle about. You Canadian? About. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess Claypool's rubbing off on me. Uh, but, yeah. Who are your receivers now? It's Claypool, Deontay. Oh, dude, we forgot tight ends, dude. We did. Forgot tight ends. We apologize to all tight ends who may be listening. George Kettle, please don't kill us. You are not forgotten. Um, is that Pat Fryermuth? Talk about a player who stood out in preseason. Yes. Pat Fryermuth stood out. Two touchdowns? Two touchdowns in that one game. He's going to be a player. He's going to be such a red zone I know. That's, see, and that's what we're talking about. Those, those third and short situations, he's another asset we can have, which is why I think cutting Benny Snell is affordable. Um, well, we're going to have a wide receivers, right? So it's Claypool, Deontay. Yeah, Claypool, Deontay, Juju. Juju. James Washington. Yeah, I think you got to keep Washington. Especially if the rumors then, aren't true. Then what you go, I guess you could go McLeod. Uh, I didn't think I had, I didn't think we needed to keep McLeod, but well, if you're keeping seven receivers, you got to find two more, three more. True. Right? Because it's Claypool, Juju, Deontay, and then James. And then... <laughs> Do we need seven? Do we, maybe, maybe we only need five. So what other position would you put? Injuries are going to happen. Yeah, but... I, I mean people on the practice squad, I guess, or... It's complicated. They have big decisions they need to make. Very big decisions. Um, what else are we talking about? Anything else on preseason? I think... I mean, Trey Norwood, I think, will probably keep him, but he's a corner. Yeah. Um, because, because, um, that... Who? Who did we just cut? The slot corner... Oh, Antoine Brooks. Yeah, Antoine Brooks. We cut. Ah, uh, so I mean that's gonna be. I, they have their hands cut out. They do. Their hands are full. Their hands full. Their hands. They full. have their hands full. They have their, their work full. cut out and their, their hands, hands full. full. English so. is a hard language, ladies and gentlemen. Even if it's you first. Yes. Um, I guess another news: the Pirates just came off uh, two out of three against the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. The middle one, they uh, three, lost. No, three, uh, three out of four. Three out of, oh, you're right. Three That's, out of four, yeah. I was at that first one. Don't forget about that one. Yeah. Mm. So they're doing what they're not supposed to and winning baseball games. So shame on you, Pirates, <laughs> if you're listening. What are you doing winning? Well, shout out to Yoshi Susugo, though. Three-run walk-off home run uh, today. That is Sunday as we're recording this. Um, He's going to be good. He is going to be Where did we get him from? Uh, we got him from... A trade with somebody. The Yankees? Could have been. Uh, Yankees? Uh, Yankees or no? I don't think we got him from the Padres. I was thinking the Frazier deal. But no, no, we got a couple Latino players. Yeah. 
know, she's clearly not Latina. No, she's very not. Uh, but three out of four, I mean... Three out of four ain't bad. I mean, joking aside, you know, what happened to St. Louis? St. Louis at one point was so good, and then they just collapsed this season. Uh, like, it, it seems like their, their bullpen has been letting them down. They've taken early leads, I think, in all the four games. Like, I know the game I was at, they were up 7-1, to one, and then proceeded to lose the game 11-7. to seven. They gave up eight. They gave up eight runs in the eighth inning. I know. I'm so bad. That was the first eight batters came around and scored. <laughs> there was no outs in the inning. They scored all eight runs with, before getting an out. That that is how much that their bullpen has failed them. Um, and then they're gonna have to deal with. Getting a new catcher eventually because Yachty's retiring well, after that next year. Entire team so old though. Yeah, and I think that's what's happening essentially. They're just they're getting old because they've been relying on that same core that they've had since 25th or that that since our core, which yeah. is which is completely gone now because we were a little bit premature on the Polanco send off, guys. We apologize. He did end up clearing waivers. We did not anticipate that, but I guess that's how much Polanco. And that's why, again, I believe he's been the biggest disappointment ever because we're to the point where no other team wants this guy. And then they DFA'd him. They DFA'd him. And then they, I, I think they outright released him because they didn't want him. They didn't want to eat that salary if he was going to sit in AAA. Oh, I missed him. They just released him part. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, the Pirates are still a joke, but somehow won three out of four still. Um, again, always fun to beat the Cardinals. Always fun to beat the Cardinals, and it's good, you know, building experience because you know, all jokes aside, we're gonna get a top five pick anyway. So whether that's first or fifth, yeah, I mean, in baseball, that I don't think that's too big of a difference, really. No, this isn't like basketball. Yeah, I was gonna say one in five is huge. Yeah, the Pirates have been the Pirates. There's really not much more to it. No, we should start giving them minor league updates. I know, that's what's right? That's, what's, that's that's where the real meat and potatoes Eagles are. Yeah, I not know. the big team. It's the guys below. Yeah, up and hopefully take us back to glory. We just gotta, we just gotta wait and hope, and and just trust the process. To quote another Pennsylvania athlete. <laughs> um, and so. Pit football plays Saturday. Pit football plays Saturday. First it, game, UMass. Yeah, uh, we better. If we lose this one, I'm marching down to high school. Agree. Again, peaceful protest. Nope, <laughs> we do not condone violence. violence here on the Pittsburgh Sportscast. So, uh, but we do don't come peaceful with peaceful rioting through Lucy UMass is completely allowed and applauded. Do not bring fish for pitchforks, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Um, um, so they play UMass. So that'll be good to get the college football season underway. Um, all our alma mater goes down to Dayton and plays. Yeah, no one really cares about our football team. So. Not even, not even the people here not care about the our football here. team. Um, so expectations for Pitt versus UMass. I mean, win by a lot. Win by a lot. Win. Is, is there a margin that Pitt could win at, and you'd be like, I'm still disappointed right now. Like this anything, feels like anything, loss. any two possessions or less, I, mean, I would be disappointed. Remember when we lost to Youngstown State? That was sad. That was the game James Conner got hurt in, I think. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe that was before. No, he wasn't against Philomens that time. Regardless, um... He was hurt, we know that. Yeah. 
and he was hurt. And then after that, he got cancer. Very sad. Oh, I guess he had cancer while he was hurt. Like, he had cancer, then got hurt, and then the cancer was found. Yeah, that's right. Because they were checking on him. Because they were checking on him because of the surgery. So that was a very fortunate injury, actually, because we don't even know if he'd be here. Correct. Depending, he played the entire season. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Well, we're thankful he's alive, is what we're saying. Yeah, we're thankful he's alive and kids are free and in the NFL. Yes. Um, Can you pick it? Do you think he's an NFL player? I mean, if Nate Peterman's in the NFL. I am but, but then so he, shocked by that. But, 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 then he, but then he threw, uh, what was it, five picks and a half? W- was that when he was playing for Buffalo or Oakland? That was Buffalo. That was Buffalo. Yes, oh, uh, our, our, bu- our beloved Buffalonian friend will surely feel the pain that Pitt fans felt when Nate Peterman was here. But much who, worse. Who Tom Savage? He played in the league for a little for bit. For Houston, too. yes. For Houston. After uh So did Tyler Pelko. Everyone forgets about that because they make fun of him for how bad he was. But he yeah, for even the even a one time quarterback, uh Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. He's, he's still in Dallas. He's he? still in Dallas. Didn't he start a game or two after Dak's injury? Yeah. After... He started against the Eagles, remember? He did. He did. Ben DiNucci, the former Pitt quarterback, and eventual James Madison quarterback. Um, I know. Um, the question becomes when will? Because I don't think a pit quarterback has truly been a starter for an NFL team since Dan Marino. So we have yet to find that top two quarterback. Yeah, they've just been like steady backups. Yeah, like. Well, you know what's so frustrating about this pit regime? How many people we've sent to the league? Yeah, you sent a lot of players. I know, and we, good players. Because we keep getting like we get like a couple four stars, which is very surprising. We have a five star. We have a five star this year. We've got to put it to, like look at who we've had. Didn't we have like we had like Aaron Donald? We had Aaron Donald. My memory serves me. Correct me if it does. We had Aaron Donald, Tyler Boyd, Boyd James Connor, all on the same team. Did we even make a bowl? We made a bowl, but we didn't make we like, like a championship. We were like six and six or seven and seven. It was, I mean, that that Narduzzi. I mean, I'm, I mean, he's good at recruiting, but he doesn't do anything when they get here. I know. It's like uh, it's like the reverse Jamie Dixon. That's so true. Because Jamie great Dixon was point. a ter- Jamie Dixon. Never got a five star or a four star. Mm-hmm. You would be hard pressed to find anyone from the Jamie Dixon era that really had sustained success in the league outside perhaps of Brad Wanamaker. And if you want, oh, um, Steven Adams. Steven Adams, but he was a one and done, and I feel like he didn't really play up to his potential here. And he wasn't really a highly touted recruit either. That's how you five star. Maybe he was. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Steven Adams. Steven Adams, who was a one and done. Um, who else? There was another one. Oh, Dewan Blair. He had a nice long career with, a with the Spurs and players. Uh, Mavericks. A lot of players went to Europe and had like LeVance Field. Yeah, went he went to, to Europe. Europe. Gilbert Brown went to Europe, I think. Gibbs went to Europe. Yep. Whatever happened to Trayvon Woodall? Uh, he. I think he went to Europe. I think he went to Europe for a bit. I know a couple years ago he was the assistant coach right here at Robert Morris. Really? Um, I know he was also an assistant at Pitt for a time, but he's somewhere else now. Um, 
he was a pretty functional player. He was. He was. He was that 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 09 team. He was our six man. Yes. He was one of the best six men in the during that tragic tragic year. Yeah. Let's let's not let's not talk that one up. That's interesting. I know. And for like going back to pit football, which what this was originally about, we saw a lot of running backs to the Dion Lewis, Lasson, McCoy, McCoy, Connor. Whatever happened? Is Quadri Olison in the league? He was for a little bit, but I don't think he ever like made it. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think I remember seeing Henderson somewhere. Maybe. Uh, he was on the Steelers. Oh yeah, that's right. But I think we cut him. I think we cut him. Yeah. Because the Steelers would do. They would just take a whole bunch of, like pit players and just like bring them in and see if they're worth anything. Yeah, that's what we thought Connor was going to be originally, but then. No, he we had... did draft Connor. Yeah, he was our third. Third. He was our third this year. We had two of them. I know that. I think. Did we have two thirds? I think so. But we digress. So, as this looks like a short episode this week. Anything else we need to talk about? Well, I think I think that pretty much does it. We'll probably be recording a full NFL preview soon, going yes. through the AFC North team by team, and then generically predicting our playoff teams and our Super Bowl champion. That should be coming up real soon for you guys. And hopefully that will be a full episode. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, we're glad you hung around with us here. Sorry it's a little bit short. But we're looking forward to recording more episodes and bringing them out for you. But until then, I'm Ryan. And I'm Chris. And we will see you next time on the Pittsburgh Sports Cast. So long, everybody. Have a nice day.